Come on. Welcome to Money Savage, a savage approach to personal finance. This is George Grumbacher, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, strong and powerful Eric Satz. Eric, are you ready to do this? Well, I've got two cups of coffee and a bottle of water, so if I'm not ready yet, we got a problem. <laughs> Excellent. Let's let's do this. Eric is the founder and CEO of Alto IRA. His mission is to bring 21st century investment opportunities to everyone, not just accredited, not just accredited investors. I'm excited to have you on. Eric, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Well, sure. Thanks, George. Happy to be here. Uh, the first thing is I'm neither strong nor powerful, but I am scrappy as hell. <laughs> so I, so I think that's a good thing. Yeah. Um, you, you know, I think I'm, I'm the product of, uh, a di- of divorced parents, which so many people in, uh, the country are as well as growing up in Miami, Florida in the eighties, which was, uh, a very unique, um, high school lifestyle, if you will. And uh, so just excited to, to still be here and alive and, and doing what we're doing. <laughs> right. Um, you know, so uh, I, I guess really the question is, what are we doing and, and, and why? And basically, I, I think the majority of Americans are fucked if they don't change the way they invest for retirement. And I think... Investing for retirement is different from saving for retirement. Um, I think investing is a proactive exercise. Savings is a passive exercise. And historically, the opportunity to invest in what we call alternative assets or or alternative investments has been limited to uh, those with high net worth. And, and we characterize most of those people as accredited investors. But thanks to recent regulatory changes and Regulation CF in specific, it's now possible for uh, not just accredited investors who may fall into the category that we describe as mass affluent, so not yet incredibly wealthy, but uh, earn a sufficient amount of income on an annual basis. But we, we, we make it possible for those individuals, as well as non-accredited investors, to build a portfolio of alternative assets that makes sense within the context of a larger investment portfolio. And um, you, where we play in the space is uh, on, on the retirement savings front. So 90% of all savings in this country, roughly $25 trillion, sit in retirement accounts, 401k and IRA predominantly. And historically, it's been super hard to access those funds for investments in alternative assets. And so what we've done is we've made it really easy and cost effective to do so. You can kind of think of TurboTax for alternative IRA investing. Got it. Okay. So the combination of a law change and then sort of the evolution of qualified plans and what you can be investing in has brought us to Alto IRA. Yeah, I I think that's right. I I think it's important to remember that the ability for one to use their 
retirement savings to invest in alternative assets was created when ERISA was created, so 40 some odd years ago. The problem is that the industry really hasn't changed or employed technology to improve that process over that period of time. And uh, we created Alto IRA because of our own frustration with trying to make alternative uh, asset investments using our retirement funds. Go figure. Got it. Nice. All right. So when you talk about alternative alternative investment options, what what are some of the big things that you're talking about? Uh, great question. So um, I, I think the space that most people think of when they think about an alternative asset uh, is venture capital. And that certainly is um, an appropriate investment area. But you have to go beyond sort of early stage, seed stage companies, and you have to look at mezzanine opportunities with private companies, and you have to look at later stage growth opportunities uh, in what is more traditionally referred to as private equity. So anything that is not publicly uh, traded um, sort of falls into that alternative asset category. In addition to private companies, we're talking about real estate. Uh, whether it's commercial property or residential property. And we're also talking about uh, debt obligations. So it could be that you're um, participating in some litigation finance uh, or in shipping containers. Uh, and, and most of those opportunities are financed with debt rather than equity uh, and their current pay. And so the idea between, uh, behind alternative investment is, is not simply that you're taking higher risk for higher reward. It, it also includes the fact that you're investing in uh, securities that may yield current cash flow, and your IRA protects that cash flow from taxes until you get to uh, distribution age. Okay, got it. All right. So I want to talk about how your platform works and 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 get into that. But before we before we do that, let's just talk about um, the fact that that so few of us are doing a good job of saving and investing or or, or either. And um, you mentioned that you think that so many of us are going to be in big trouble with 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 more colorful language. Um, why <laughs> why why is it that that that, that you think that? Yeah, so, so um, let's put it into context. So in the 90s, we had roughly 9,000 publicly traded companies. Today, we have less than 3,700 publicly traded companies. Uh, of that 3,700, only 200 account for uh, the vast majority of profits in the, the public marketplace, which means, and for the most of us, we understand that we're not trying to be uh, individual stock jockeys, right? We're not trying to pick individual winners. Most of us are uh, buying ETS, mutual funds, index funds. Well, if you take a step back and you say, okay, the people who are managing these things, what are they investing in? Well, they're investing in the same 200 stocks, right? Which means uh, over time, the returns evaporate. In addition, if you look at the historical returns of, say, mutual funds over uh, a much longer period, 30 to 40 years, what you're going to find is it's actually only 4 to 6%. So we're talking about math, nothing more than that. If you take your 
uh, 401k or IRA contribution on an annual basis and you invest it at four to six percent, you're not retiring. That, I mean, straight math. And so historically, big returns came from uh, public market upside to companies like Apple and Microsoft and Yahoo and Google and Cisco, where when those companies went public, they raised 50 to $100 million at, at a, uh, relatively speaking, uh, rational valuation. And then when they went public, the investors who, who, uh, who invested in those companies had significant upside. Amazon, great example, right? What's happening today is those companies aren't going public. They're raising private rounds of 100, 200, 300 million dollars at what is now referred to as unicorn valuations, 1 billion, 3 billion, 10 billion dollars. The upside is out of those opportunities by the time those companies go public. So if you're not participating early, you're not going to participate in the return. Got it. Okay. Well, I think that that makes sense. All right. <clears throat> so Necessity breeds innovation. You guys were frustrated. You saw that there was an opportunity, so you worked on creating this, and now it's created. So people come to you because they say, well, that that makes sense. I don't think that getting a 4% rate of return will allow me to be financially successful long-term, probably never be able to stop working. You are proposing and have created this, this vehicle that allows us to invest in alternatives. So somebody comes to you and says, okay, I'm interested in getting started. Where do we go from here? Yeah, so, and, and it happens two ways, by the way. Um, for the most part, people come to us with opportunities that they already want to invest in, but their savings is uh, tied up in retirement accounts, and they're trying to figure out how to access it. And so uh, via our platform, we make that a very easy and efficient process. The other way is to go to some of our platform partners like AngelList or WeFunder or Ground Floor or Yield Street, Roofstock, Pier Street, Republic, Seed Invest, whatever, whatever sort of uh, asset vertical you're interested in, you can go to those platforms, you can find opportunities to invest in, and then you can access your IRA funds via the Alto IRA platform. And so, uh, again, I think an important distinction to understand today versus even just three years ago, is that let's say you are a mass affluent individual and you had uh, $50,000 of savings, right? Which, which is uh, a, a pretty good start. Well, if you wanted to participate in alternative asset opportunity, you pretty much could get two assets into your portfolio, one for 25,000 and another for 25,000. Well, that's not a good play from a portfolio diversification standpoint, because right. we all know, especially if you're investing in uh, earlier stage companies, you have to have a portfolio to put the odds in your favor. If you look at the venture capital industry, most of the success, really successful VCs get their, their wins from one or two companies in a portfolio of companies. So if all you're doing is, let's just call it what it is, betting on one or two, you're going to lose, right? You might as well go to Vegas, right. pick Red or Blue. So, but instead, via the crowdfunding platforms, now you can invest as a little as $100 in a company on a platform like WeFunder or $1,000 uh, in a company on a company on a platform like AngelList 
Or if you go to Yield Street or Pier Street, which are, are more debt-based and, uh, and oftentimes real estate-based, you're talking about some lar- you know, larger numbers. Maybe it's 5000 or maybe it's $10,000. But the point is you can build a portfolio uh, of, of alternative assets within your larger investment portfolio. I want to be clear. I'm not saying, hey, take all your savings, invest it all in alternatives. But alternatives should represent, depending on your personal risk profile, somewhere between 10 and 20% of your total portfolio. Got it. Okay. I think that that makes sense. All right. So so people say, okay, this is interesting. Um, you don't just give them the key to their IRA. You also have gone and found resources that have scoured the world of alternatives and made it easier for people to be able to engage or to be to be uh, taking advantage of, of alternatives. Yeah, so um, I, I think it's really important to understand what Reg CF has done for the industry and the platforms that play in the space. And I won't repeat all the names that, I, that, that I've already mentioned. But if you think about doing due diligence on an investment opportunity, okay, when, when we go to buy IBM, right, we assume that the SEC and we could have a whole nother podcast on this, by the way, but let's assume that the SEC has done uh, a certain level of diligence on a company and they kind of put their stamp of approval on IBM. And by the way, I'm not picking on IBM. Uh, I, obviously, a company has been around a, a really, really, really long time. Um, uh, so when we buy a public company, we assume it has a certain stamp of approval on it already. Well, today, when you go to an alternative asset platform like uh, AngelList or WeFunder, what's important to understand is that those platform companies, they are doing a significant amount of diligence on behalf of the accredited and non-accredited investors that are going to participate in investments on their platform. And, uh, you know, that's really important because the majority of us don't have the 30, 40, 50 hours that one should uh, use to diligence an investment opportunity when we also have day jobs. Right. And, and it's important to understand that these people do that kind of diligence for you. Got it. What are some of the other things that I should know or be thinking about when looking at crowdfunding platforms? Well, you, I, <laughs> you know, like anything, you're, you're taking risk with your investment. Okay, and depending on uh, where you're playing in the what I would call the stage stack, right? Whether you're you're really early with a company or you're later stage, you're taking on a different level of risk for a different level of reward. And so, um, I to me, as someone who participates in a lot of early stage uh, investment opportunities, the most important thing to look at. uh, are the founders, the entrepreneurs, okay? And, you know, in, in VC land in specific, there, there's people talk about the jockey or the horse, the horse being the company in the industry space, and uh, the jockey being the founders and entrepreneurs. And in my experience, you want to bet on the jockey uh, more than you want to bet on the horse because you, you can have a really great horse and a poor jockey and not win the race. You can have a really great jockey and a, and a, and a um, kind of maybe uh, more challenging horse and still win. 
because those jockeys find a way to make it happen. And so that that's something that I would uh, look at if I'm looking at private company opportunities on some of these platforms. On, on the debt side, uh, you, you want to look at what the interest rate is, uh, and again, relative to the perceived risk that you're taking. And you should use the um, the diligence material that's provided by these platforms as a guide for for your own investing strategy. Got it. Nice. All right. So, how are how are how is Alto IRA set up from a cost perspective? Do I pay a fee? Is it a one-time thing? Yeah. So, so great question. So, um, and the answer is both of those things. <laughs> so. When you set up your account with us, and I think it's important for everyone to understand that with an IRA, uh, there's annual reporting that's required to go to the IRS. So uh, it's important to understand that there is going to be an annual account fee associated with your investment activities. But when you set up your Alto IRA account, there is a $49 setup fee, um, which is probably, uh, I think that's lowest in the industry. Um, Whenever you make an investment, there is a transaction fee for transaction execution. And that fee may range anywhere from $9 to $99, depending on whether you're investing on a platform or whether you're doing a one-off deal uh, on, on your own. When you're investing on one of our platform partners, there's significant synergy in the way we execute transactions, and, and very rarely do we have to uh, touch a document per se, it all happens behind the scenes electronically or digitally. Um, but when you're making uh, a direct investment on your own, there, there's more, more work to be done. And, and so that accounts for the, the scaling fee from a transaction basis. Then on an annual account basis, we charge $99 per asset with a couple of exceptions. One, if you're investing on a crowdfunding platform, you can make an unlimited number of investments, and it's still only $99. So you may have 10, 10 investments on WeFund or, or AngelList, and we just charge you $99 for all of the investments you made on, on the platform. Uh, the, the other caveat is that we cap our annual account fees at $499. So regardless of how many assets and, and dollars that you put to work, you're never going to pay us more than $499 on an annual basis. Got it. Thank you. Well, Eric, Savage Nation is ready for your difference-making tip. What do you have for them? Rethink the way you're investing and saving today. You know, Be more proactive about your retirement plans and think about uh, alternative assets as part of your overall strategy. Don't bet on black or red but build a diversified portfolio and, and really um, rethink, re-engage the way you uh, think about retirement. Well, that is great stuff. That definitely gets a come on. Come on. Eric, thank you so much for coming on. Where can Savage Nation learn more about you? Well, first, George, thanks for having me. Uh, they can learn more about us at, of course, www.altoira.com, then add and by the way, I apologize, this is long. So you got altoira.com slash, slash podcast slash money savage. And uh, alternatively, the promo code savage will, will get them uh, the, the setup fee. 
uh, $49, we, we will apply $49 against their first transaction as well. So um, it's almost like saying your setup is for free. Excellent. Well, Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Eric your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Check out altoira.com. And also I will list the altoira.com slash podcast slash money savage in the notes of the show. Thank you again, Eric. Thanks, George. Really, really enjoyed it. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight because we are all in this together. What's up, Savage Nation? Please support the show by subscribing. Leave us a review. And definitely feel free to share us with somebody you think would like it. Come on.